evening. I am joined by... Yeah, it's only Herman from Reckless Love. You? The album's absolutely what to be expected from Reckless Love. It's drenched in 80s rock and dragged right into 2022 with so much attitude and passion. In our case, as the name suggests, it's a turbocharged version of the 80s. <laughs> <laughs> it's more 80s than the 80s. And it's all about fun. Of course, there's a, you know, a few... You know, maybe there's a there's a new new dimension to Reckless Love. There there's a kind of like a spooky undertone there here and there in some of the songs. But yeah, it's all about fun. Like Reckless Love Brilliant. has always been. Well, that's my era. I was dragged up during the eighties, and I was lucky enough to live through Motley Crue and Wasp and Twisted Sister when they were first starting out. It was amazing times, and it must be a bit bit frustrating for someone like you to sort of like not be around back then do you sometimes wish you could get in a time machine and go back kind of and then if i if i would have lived like if i would have been a teenager during that time i probably wouldn't be doing the stuff that i do now because my experience because i lived through the era but i was too young to actually experience everything like that so it was just the kind of like the older brothers and older cousins who, who got to experience it yeah. And I was the one who was always always left out. And I was so bummed about that. I you know, I always missed out on the fun and that's how I felt. And when I got to be a teenager, it was all grunge. So it was yeah. no fun at all. <laughs> Not the nineties. Remember it well. <laughs> rock and music in my opinion. Uh. No guitar solos. What the fuck's wrong with that? You know, <laughs> that's, I know that's crazy. So when I got old enough I kind of like had to recreate that vibe and I think that's the reason that's the original reason why Reckless Love even came about and uh, you know during this album it's kind of like you know we've taken it beyond the the original is the, uh, the the exact artists that you that you mentioned those in, the artists influenced us as well and we've done pretty much like the first album was an homage to to the uh, to, to that era yeah. pretty much through and through how long ago was that now and that was the like second album wow it was eight yeah. years ago wasn't it no how long ago was that god no years, yeah 2010 yeah it was 12 uh, you know after <laughs> that, we always carried around this type of electric influence there as well which is pretty much kind of like comes from the 5150 by Van Halen and yeah. Judas Priest Turbo type of albums which are both one of my favourites and, you know, all the Simmons electric drums and, and, and the heavy use of synthesizers. That's, yeah, yeah. that's a big part of the 80s for me as well. Absolutely, mate. Emily Roth's Skyscraper album with Just Like Paradise on it. It's <laughs> oh. one of the first songs I ever remember hearing. Class. So that's that's definitely on the new album, that that vibe. Yeah. But we, we, of course, wanted to update it. We wanted to make a 2022 version out of it. So, because, you know, why... What's the of making something that was already made, you know, sure. 40 years ago? So, <laughs> so we, we just wanted to take the best bits and turbo charge it and turn it up to 11, basically. Yeah, um, even down to the album cover, that's very sort of atries and re retro as well. So, yeah, everything yeah. is, but like I say it's got a modern twist to it, so that's good. Um, yeah, but that's, that was the aim all, all along. And it's funny because when you think of it, we, we used to laugh about it when we went into the studio. It was kind of like, hold on, hold on. So we're taking the craziest, most outrageous, most outrageous, the cheesiest kind of era in rock music, and we're about to dial it up 
Is it even possible? <laughs> <laughs> But the thing is, what I like about the album, it's like I say, I've had it for like a week or so now, I've been listening to it nearly every day, um, is that it's not full of the ballads that you used to get back in the 80s. I mean, there's it's a bit, a couple of slower, but it's not so much smushy, smushy. So I love that. I love the fact that it hasn't got that, which is really good for me, because I'm not a ballad person. <laughs> um, those were usually the songs that I skipped. So. Yeah, exactly, man, <laughs> exactly. Um, so like I said, I've listened to the album. My favourite is Like a Cobra. Obviously, they're all your babies, but which track would you play me today if I was totally new to Reckless Love from the album? From the album, I'd probably pick uh, Kids of the Arcade. I like that, that's yeah. one of the core tracks on the album as well, yeah. and that's so 80s as well. <laughs> but uh, yeah, it, the, my favourite changes every day. It's, it's, yeah. it's very tough to pick a favourite, but right now I think it still, still is Turbo Rider. Cause cool. That was one of the... Uh, one of the first songs that we did with Jonas Parkbrunn, who produced the album, and I, re- I remember vividly doing doing the actual song. I think it took only twenty minutes or so, and that's the you know sometimes it happens fast like that. It's yeah. really quick. It's like this, and you know it can be a really crappy song, or then it can be a masterpiece. And in this case, I'm not saying it's a masterpiece, but it's pretty, getting pretty close to that. It, it's one of my favorite tracks by us. I, I really love that. Uh, sure, the whole album is definitely way more up-tempo than any of the records we've done in the past. It's been four years since you've released now, and in between that we've had this horrendous nightmare of COVID. Has it been like easy to get around recording and being able to have the enthusiasm to keep going? I mean, has it been tough for you as a band? It's been, uh, well, actually it's been six years since we released in wow. later, and four years from touring so it's been a long break and yeah it wasn't supposed to be that long for the past two years we've basically just sat on our asses and keep kept postponing the tour mm-hmm. the, the 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 break was supposed to be a year a year and a half and that was we basically started the 10th anniversary tour of the first yeah. album from australia and we were supposed to tour the whole world but we, we just kept postponing things <laughs> all the time yeah but yes, the two years have been really pretty rough on us, and mm. it feels like the band has gone to hell and back. It, at one point, it wasn't even sure that we were going to make it back. Yeah, that's... there's been really, really rough times, and of course, financially, it's rough. And when things get really rough financially, it's tough to keep things together. That's such a bummer when you when you have to kind of like start to think how to how to get you know how to make ends meet because yeah. you can't do shows and the only thing is the basically it's the radio airplay which you know isn't kind of like mm. it's not making enough money for us at that point and even during because we were away for a couple of years before so there was no new material playing on the radio yeah. so it's, it was a horrible situation and of course we all had like our personal problems I went through a, like a minor Hard problem during the time. I lost a dear friend of mine. Nice. Um, Sorry, were, and everybody in the band, you know, Hesu, our drummer, went through a back surgery. So we had our problems with, you know, uh, during this time. Mm. And it, ha- you know, you can pretty much, it has a, re- you know, it, it's reflected on the album because, as I said, there's maybe darker undertones there than mm. people are used to on, on Reckless Love albums. But yeah. in the same time, those are kind of like the deeper shadows. 
Yeah. It's still full of brilliant highlights. And I think so, yeah. I mean, yeah, there is deeper bits on it, but I just I just love the sort of, like, I don't know, good time feel of it, you know? It just yeah. appealed to me yeah. right away because um, before I listened to your album, I was listening a lot to Infected Rain, and, of course, I was very angry, and she's a very angry lass, is Lena Scissorhands, <laughs> and I'm sort of more of a... I've always really been more into glam, sleaze metal, but, you know, I did like the 80s thrash, Megadeth and that, but, yeah, so... A lot of tours and festivals are hoping to restart, but then some bands have cancelled, like Battle Beast and things like that. Um, what are your plans for the year? We had to postpone the, uh, the tour that was booked uh, for March, and pretty much because of the... Cause it, spanned through, throughout the whole Europe and there's different kind of restrictions yeah. in every country and it's such an uncertainty to actually tour around Europe when there's like that because if you you know Omicron is the kind of it's very infectious mm. and there's 14 people on the road with us or yeah. you know because there's two bands and our both of our crews at least 14 people so somebody's bound to get it during, yeah. during the tour and if somebody gets it when somebody gets it the tour is stopped you yeah. cannot go anywhere no you know it's and we nobody can afford that so mm. we just had to postpone it once the restrictions are a bit easier yeah and we were lucky enough to actually rebook it for this year for you know so it's not another full year mm. So we can basically call, still call it the Turbo Rider Tour, and it's Excellent. only six months, and uh, cool. we can make it over to the UK in September. Oh, uh, brilliant. I'm really confident that we are going to make it, because... Let's hope I, so. I think the world is starting to open up, and I think it's just a matter of making the decision by the politicians that, mm. you know, we it's something that we have to learn to live with. Absolutely, yeah. I don't think you're going to get into New Zealand for a while, but otherwise, or Canada, but UK, I think we're doing okay, so yeah. Um, okay, but we are going to just touch one more film, COVID. If you were stuck in quarantine for a week, which musician, dead or alive, would you have with you, and why? That's a tough one. <laughs> never meet your idols, that's what, you, what, that's what they say. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I've never met David Lee Roth, and he's probably the biggest hero that I ever had, and I I, I wouldn't pick him. I'm pretty sure of that. <laughs> but, you know, um, lately, because Steve Vai is coming out with a new album, mm. and um, I've seen a few of his interviews, so he seems like a pretty nice guy, mm. and he's, he seems really polite. But then again, Dead or Alive, you said Dead or Alive. I did. I'd have to pick Alexi Laiho. I would cool. I would do anything to get him back. He's, uh, I lost him a year ago. A really dear friend of mine, and yeah. if I had the chance, I, I'd do anything to spend a, a week or even an hour with him again. It's um, that's yeah. a, that, that was one of the losses that actually that hurt me a lot. Yeah, sorry, man, to hear that. It's hard. <laughs> Going back to your early days, your musical skills are exceptional. Can you remember your first appearance ever on a stage and how it felt? Actually, I can't because I was way too young. Uh, there is footage of it. Uh, I was in a school play 
singing in a choir, basically. Cool. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and dressed up as a tree. <laughs> as you do. <laughs> as yeah, you... it was a, I think it was a, was it like a preschool, something like that? I think I must have been like five or six years old. Cool. So, and, and uh, but yeah, first time in a rock band, I, we do still have a VHS tape, I think, yeah. somewhere. That's <laughs> still, still uh, around, but I think that was early 2000s, 2001 maybe. And uh, believe wow. it or not, the band was called Reckless Love. Then go back in time, what was the first album you ever owned? Oh, first album. I actually, um, the, the, uh, the first albums that I bought with my own money that I saved, where I, I bought three albums, and uh, I bought, uh, with one purchase, I bought three albums. Those were Guns N' Roses' Spaghetti Incident, <laughs> pretty much the worst album but to start with, but, you know, it still was really, you know, so yeah. impressive that I really, I, you know, next week I pretty much bought all the other albums. Yeah, so, yeah. Uh, I brought, bought Green Day's Dookie. Oh, yeah. And, you know, I was... You know, kind of like a punky kid back then. You know, I, I loved that, and that was a huge album back then. And then I bought like, because I wasn't sure about my, you know, what to what to think of different styles. So I actually bought. Do you remember a rapper called Coolio? Oh yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Coolio's Gangsters Paradise album. That's and that wasn't the last hip hop album that I bought, but yeah, that's that's mm. among the first three that I bought. So, what song from any band sums up how you are feeling today? Oh my God, this is a toughie. I, they always, the, uh, I mean, if I have to pick like a, like an, uh, like a theme song mm. for my life, I think it must be Jump by Van Halen. Brilliant. <laughs> <laughs> it's kind of like that. Uh, you know, I'm not, I'm not sure why, but I, you know, I'm, it must be my upbringing. It has a dark set of lyrics. It's about suicide. It is. Yeah, you know, Daily Rock was in a bar watching the local news, and a guy was on top of the a building nearby, mm. and he was like, "I'm doing so good, might as well jump," and he came up with the idea of the lyrics, <laughs> and that's pretty much kind of like uh, my theme song. I mean, it feels like even though things are going to shit at times, and mm. even though we go through dark times. I'm still kind of like optimistic about the future and I'm still having a laugh. I'm still having fun. That's what's most important, man. Absolutely. <laughs> if you could change the world with two wishes, what would they? What would you choose? Oh my God, this is a bad, bad, bad one. <laughs> <laughs> I'm bad. I don't know what to change. <laughs> uh, well, I'd, uh, I'm not really sure if I really want to see it, but I'd like to. I'd like to, like, uh, I'd like to see the change in popular culture so that rock and roll would be like it used to be all about fun. I'm kind of like setting out to doing it, you know, yeah. as, you know, with my own work, but I'd like to see it happen again yeah. in a big way, like it did in the '80s. Mm. Change the world somehow. It's kind of like this is like, like those uh, beauty pageant kind of things, like and yeah. you know, and all wars and world peace, maybe. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> but I mean, that's kind of like the only thing that you get to wish for. I mean, welfare for everyone. And yeah, it's, you know, more good times. That's pretty much like Definitely. what I want for everybody all the time. That's the answer to everything. That's the motto. So always more good times. Okay, going back to the album, will he be releasing any more singles before release date? 
Yes. There's Can you tell us? I'm not, I'm not really, I'm not sure if I'm supposed to say it. Okay, that's fine. <laughs> that's cool. One? Can you complete this sentence? Everybody needs reckless love in their lives because... Because the world is a grim and a dark place and it's a fucked up place and we provide you a soundtrack to a better time. Four words to describe Turbo Rider. Well, good times, two words, right? All right. Yeah. It's, it's, it's a good, you know, it's a lot of good times on that record. It's spooky and mind-blowing. Festival or small intimate gig? Intimate gig. I, I, I'd go with the festival. Cool. Vinyl or digital? Both have their advantages, yeah. <laughs> Vinyl or digital? Vinyl. Yeah, I would have been disappointed if you said digital. <laughs> Are you a saint or a sinner? Sinner. Always a sinner. Okay. <laughs> Hang on. Denim or leather? Well, I'm going to go... Today I'm going to go with denim. Okay. And final one, because you're in Finland. Lap dance or Lapland? <laughs> That's a good one. Uh, <laughs> I've had my fair share of lap dances already, so I'm going to pick Lapland. Do you have any final words for your fans and our listeners? Yes. Uh, I'd like to remind people that this pandemic thing is going to be over soon, and we will see each other soon enough. Uh, I want to thank them for for being so loyal and kept, kept waiting. You know, they keep kept waiting for so long. So you're gonna be blown away by the new songs. The new songs are gonna rule big time when you hear them live, and uh, we can't wait to get to you guys. Hey, it's, it's only from Reckless Love, and you're listening, listening to, to Metal Dogs Meltdown. Meltdown.